Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda Williams. And if this is your first time tuning in, Reiki Radio is a weekly show where we discuss various topics. Um, Of course, we talk about Reiki, but we do talk about other techniques within the realm of metaphysical science and just looking at different ways that we can use all of these different tools that are available to us to help us navigate life with more ease and more awareness. So I hope that you enjoy the show. And again, welcome. Um, I didn't air last week because I needed to take that day for something. I honestly don't even remember what it was now. But the week before that, we did celebrate the 100th episode of Reiki Radio. And I wanted to give a very special special thank you again to my astrology teacher who came on that day. And her name is Adrienne. And I'm very thankful that she came on to share with us about astrology and how that information can help us on our paths as well. So if you missed that episode, you can always go back and listen to it in the archives. Now, I also wanted to let you know that next week we have another special guest coming on Reiki Radio. It is a woman named Deborah Lloyd, and she is an author of a book called Believe and It is True, and it's a story of healing and life lessons. She is also a Reiki master, and she lived in Asheville, North Carolina, so she will be joining us next week to talk about Reiki and um, energy healing. So be sure to tune in for that. Now today, the show, we are going to talk about evolving with Reiki and how I have evolved with Reiki or even how Reiki itself has evolved with me on my path. Um, Naturally, I receive questions all the time about what Reiki is and how it's made a difference in my life and what I use it for and so on and so on. And then with a lot of different students that I meet, whether they've trained with me personally or not, people have a lot of questions when they first start because they um, oftentimes have the perception that once they receive a Reiki attunement, it's going to like flick on this light switch and shift their lives, like change who they are as a person um, instantaneously. And So a lot of people start off and wonder why they aren't maybe at a certain level that someone else may be when it comes to the practice of Reiki. So I really wanted to share some of um, this information with you in case you are on this path as well and have been wondering about these things. So first off, I do want to point out that the Reiki attunement, essentially what is happening is that you are opening yourself up energetically to be more receptive to higher vibrations of energy. And in the attunement process, you also, you know, um, have this energetic, it's almost like a energetic cleansing where your chakras are being rebalanced and aligned. And again, you are becoming a clearer channel or conduit for higher frequencies of universal life force energy. So in a sense, there is this light switch that does, you know, get turned on with you. But what you want to keep in mind is that your practice 
will determine how Reiki develops with you and how it evolves with you and how you evolve as a person. Now, I do want to also say that this doesn't just apply to Reiki. This is life in general, whether you're using any technique within the realm of metaphysical science, even for um, those of you who have taken my intuition courses, you know I stress this all the time. What you put in is what you will get out. Your practice will determine your growth. So back to Reiki, um, I guess I'll just start at the beginning. For many of you who listen to the show, you know that I started with this technique as a way to um, self-heal, and really it was just curiosity. You know, Adrienne, the woman who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, she had done a reading for me many years ago, and at that time she suggested that I get Reiki done. And I read up about it, and I became so curious that I decided to learn the technique prior to even having a session. So that's how it began. Now, with my first attunement, what I noticed with Reiki in the very beginning is that it did start to um, open me up to becoming more self-aware. I noticed a shift in my perception and my perspective, the way that I was not only viewing what was going on around me and the world around me and the people around me, but I was really starting to observe myself. So I started becoming very aware of my behavior, but also my own energy and my energetic influence. Now, this is actually the reason that I teach Reiki now because I think it is such a powerful tool to help people recognize that they're not just these physical beings, that we are all energetic. And it does give you this awareness of your own energy. And also, for a lot of people, it heightens their sensitivity to where they become more aware of the energy that is surrounding them. Now, for those of you who are empaths, you know, you have a natural sensitivity to energy. And I am very empathic as well. But how Reiki helped me is it gave me um, more clarity around which energy was mine and which energy was, you know, that it belonged to other people. So when I went to certain environments and I would be overwhelmed by the energy that I felt, I came to understand that I had control of my own energetic space. And as long as I was managing my own energy and the flow of my own energy, I wasn't as influenced by the energies of people surrounding me or the environments that I was in. So just that alone from the beginning, it made a huge impact on my life and that I was becoming much more aware of myself. And again, like I said, I started to notice my energetic impact and how other people's energies were influencing me, influencing the people around them. And it made me take responsibility and become more accountable for what I was holding on to and what I was generating So it put me in the space of really wanting to understand who I was, why I was holding on to certain things, and how I could shift those things. 
Now, of course, um, with those of you who are familiar with Reiki, you understand that Reiki is an energetic technique. And I tell people who aren't familiar with it, I describe it as acupuncture without needles. And what it does is it helps us to move energy like if we have stagnant energy, stuck energy, energy that has been hurt or, you know, damaged in some way, we get these energetic clogs, we'll say, in our space, which have been developed because of, you know, past experience, feelings that we're still holding on, things that are on our subconscious mind. And then Reiki or other energetic techniques as well what it does is it starts to break up those blocks and it helps us to start to move and allow that energy to flow again in a very natural and balanced way. I want you to think of it this way, especially if you're not that familiar with this. You know how when you are stressed, you will carry, you may get tense, you'll have tension in your body right? Actually, I want you to pay attention right now. Consciously make the decision to relax your shoulders. Just let your shoulders fall. A lot of times we are carrying tension within our body and we don't even realize it. Now, what I want you to consider is what, why you have this tension in your body, right? We carry a lot of stress this is also energetic and it can stem from, you know, thoughts. We're holding on to a lot of things. Our minds are going through a million different things and we've had different interactions and encounters through the day. You begin to tense up and then you get this discomfort in your body because you've been holding that tension for so long that your body begins to ache. And then you do something like, you know, get a massage or, you know, just make that conscious choice to relax your shoulders, which if you notice, once you do go into a state of relaxation and you tell your body to relax, you'll notice the shift in the way that you breathe. Everything is interconnected, right? When we go into a meditative state and we start to relax and calm the mind, the body will start to relax. Well, it's the same thing with the energies that we carry in our space. So when we talk about energetic blocks, think of it as tension that you're carrying within your field of energy. So if you have some feeling or an experience that occurred and you had um, so much tension around that event, it's like you're carrying this energetic ball of tension in your space and if you hold on to it long enough and if it's something that is at the forefront of your mind it can develop into you carrying tension in the body and if you hold that long enough it can develop into pain within the body and so on and so on so the beauty of reiki for me was that it gave me this awareness of what I was, that I was not just a physical being, but I was also an energetic being, what that meant and how it was influencing my life, how it was impacting my physicality, these energies that I was carrying in my space, and also how all of this was influencing my behaviors and what triggered me. 
Now, on a very basic level, one of the things that I also loved about Reiki in the beginning is that um, I was really fascinated by the feeling of energy when working with people. So when I did Reiki Level 1, you know, that's where you learn to do Reiki with hands-on touch, like the light touch. And you will start, I started to feel the flow of energy within people's space, within their body. And when you're working on different people, you'll notice and feel different things. And even when you're working on one particular person, you'll feel different things energetically within different parts of their body or their different chakras. So just having that um, exposure to energy in such an intense way was very, very fascinating to me. It was like, you know, a kid with a new toy, like, oh, my gosh, what is this that I'm feeling under my hands? It feels prickly. It feels like waves. It feels like all of these things. Um, that was very, very, um, it was a fun thing, you know, because it was really being um, awakened to something new that was, it's a part of who we are. (laughs) That energy flowing through us was always present. I just wasn't aware of it. So I became more sensitive to the energy in my space and I became more sensitive to the energies around me And like I said, I became more self-aware and more accountable and responsible for who I am and what I am carrying. So that alone, I mean, that's huge when we think about our lives. So I went on um, to master level of Reiki. And one thing I want to point out, because a lot of people think that master level means that you have mastered the technique And what I will say, again, is that your practice determines how Reiki develops with you. Now, of course, if someone has studied master level, you would think that they have really studied and practiced and put time and dedication into their practice of Reiki. But, you know, everyone has free will and free choice. Just because someone has taken master level doesn't mean that they've necessarily dedicated a lot of time and effort into their practice after reaching that level. So I say that to say that master level doesn't mean that you have necessarily mastered the technique. It just means that you have received master level training and a master level attunement. With that, I also want to point out that no matter what level you are, level one, level two, master level, your practice is everything I can't stress that enough. You will learn so much just through your practice. But what I came to realize is that the most important element is working on yourself. Like I said in the beginning, just because you receive an attunement, it's not like you're fixed. (laughs) You know, like all of your issues just magically dissolve. You just become more receptive But the change in you occurs with the work that you put in. Now, what's amazing about this um, energy work, like I was saying before, we may have these energetic blocks in our space, and then we use something like Reiki to help us break up that energetic tension and help us to start to flow in a, a healthy and balanced state again. 
Now, that is a wonderful thing, but what will happen is someone will go back out into their life and then something may trigger that hurt again and then, you know, they're carrying that tension again. So ultimately, to get the most benefit out of these type of practices, and this goes for practitioners as well, is when you do this work on yourself and you start to flow in a healthier, balanced state, what you may find is that you do become more consciously aware of what you're holding on to. Something that you think you may have not been thinking about for a while, it'll pop up into your conscious mind where you're like, oh, wow, yeah, I haven't thought about that for a while. Look at that. Look at why it came up for you again. When we start to move energy, things start to come to the surface, so to speak, so that we can acknowledge it so that we can look at how we are carrying it and then make a conscious choice to reframe or change our perspective around it so that we're carrying that energy in a different way. And that is ultimately how we heal. Now, as far as healing energy and energy not dying, but us being able to change the form of it, I've talked about that several times on Reiki Radio, and I'm sure I'll talk about it again. But I want to continue to share with you just about Reiki in general because that is the topic of today. So if you have any questions about that, I do recommend um, going back in the archives and listening to some other episodes. But you can also, if you have any questions about what I'm talking about today, feel free to email me later. What I wanted to share with you and make sure I get in this conversation is about what you may feel or um, experience as a Reiki practitioner. And I wanted to bring this up because a lot of people do um, have the expectation of once they receive their attunement, then automatically they're going to become more clairvoyant or they're going to become, you know, more intuitive. Now, again, When you get your attunement, you do um, go through a process of your chakras and your energy centers, your energy channels, just all of yourself as an energetic um, being starts to rebalance. And you start to, again, like I said, move through some of those energetic blocks so that you're flowing in a more natural and balanced way. With that, a lot of people do open up to becoming more intuitive because now they have opened up, you know, whatever they may have had blocked in, say, like their third eye or even within their other chakras. With that alignment, people do become more sensitive and more aware. That said, having more awareness and becoming more intuitive doesn't always mean that you are more clairvoyant. People perceive and receive um, energetic impressions in various ways. So people who are very sensitive to energy and can feel energy, you know, you can walk into a room and you can sense there's tension in a room. That's a way of connecting to how you read and perceive energy. If you can literally see things, that is just another form of being able to read energy. So, you know, again, there are various ways, but in my own experience, what happened was 
when I first started with Reiki, I could only feel energy. When I would work on people, I would feel various sensations, you know, in my hands. And I was really trying really hard to see. And I really wanted to, um, you know, something to just snapping and all of a sudden I become more clairvoyant in all of these things. I want to share with you what really helped me to open up even more. I had to relax. I had to get out of my way. I had to stop trying and I had to stop um, analyzing the process. Now, for those of you who practice Reiki, you know that it is a very meditative technique. And if you let go of expectation and if you let go of what you want to happen in the session for someone and you can just truly channel the energy and allow, be a witness and observe what is occurring, you'll be amazed at how much you develop and how much you open up intuitively and how much you start to recognize when you just quiet the mind. So, like I said, I started out with being able to feel energy. When I finally got out of my own way and was able to relax into my practice, I started to see colors. I would have my eyes closed, but I started getting visuals of the energy moving in people's space. And then in time... Um, I started to hear messages, and then I started to see other things. So it was a process. It was a natural development. But another big part of that was the work I was doing on myself. So if you are a Reiki practitioner or not, you can work on you. Look at what you're still holding on to, you know, our old wounds, our old hurt things that you still may be carrying from the past. Again, look at why you're carrying those energies in your space, what you're holding on to and why. And then you can work on how you are perceiving the situation, what your perspective is around it. And once you change the way that you're carrying that energy, again, you start to flow in a more natural and balanced way, which naturally helps you to become more open and more receptive to receive. Not just intuitively, but you just you become more aware of what's already present. You become aware of the energies that are already there, have always been there. Um, many of you know that I do teach... Um, Reiki, and again, I teach it because I think that it is such a powerful tool in helping people recognize that they are energetic beings. Um, But I also now teach intuitive development. And I bring this up because of the connection with Reiki. Part of the reason I started teaching the intuitive development is because it really goes hand in hand. So not only in doing this work on an energetic level, but also being able to have the tools to look at yourself and read your own energy so that you really can work on what you're carrying and start to change the way that you're carrying things in your own space. And again, you become more self-aware and more 
intuitive and more open to so many things. We all have natural gifts and abilities. It's just that we oftentimes don't connect with these tools that we have because we just haven't been shown how. They're there. We just aren't always aware of it. And like I was saying before, a lot of times we have expectation of what we want our gifts to be instead of just getting out of the way and allowing ourselves to learn what's already there. So meditation is actually very powerful. Um, Like I said, Reiki is very meditative. And if you allow yourself to be in that space of um, just calm and allowing as you're practicing, you will receive more information and see more of what's going on um, while you're working with this technique. And with intuition, one of the first things I teach people is how to connect with themselves energetically using meditation because, again, it's about getting away from your analytical self, calming the mind so that you can just allow reception, allow yourself to perceive and be aware of what is already there. Um, Another thing that I do teach people about are the chakras and for obvious reasons, those are energy centers and there's so much we can learn about ourselves and what we carry within our chakras. So if you are planning on doing this work on yourself or even if you're working on yourself now, I do recommend really dedicating yourself to your own development and really dedicating time to your own growth and nurturing you. Doing the work on yourself is so important because it does change your life, but it's also very essential if you plan on working on other people and helping other people. You'll be able to do it and hold space in a more loving and supportive way, and you'll be able to relate to and understand what it is that you are recognizing with other people if you've already done the work on yourself. So... I hope that that does help you some. I hope that, um, especially for those of you who are practicing, it helps you to relax a little bit into where you are in your practice and where you are on your path. And, you know, with that, I want you to know you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And I've said this on the show before, but it comes up a lot where people really regret or feel like, oh, if I would have started this a long time ago, I'd be so much further along now, or I wish I was so much further along now than I am. But the truth is that you are exactly where you are meant to be right now. There is purpose in every single thing that you have done that has led you to where you are today. And there is purpose in whatever it is you are doing right now on your path. So, again, I hope that that helps you. And you can always email me if you have any questions about Reiki or um, just tips, I guess, for working on yourself. Um, If you do want to do some work on your chakras and go at your own pace and looking at what you're carrying, I do have an online course called Be Your Own Energy Healer. You can get more information about that on my website. And it's a 28-day online course 
So again, it allows you to go at your own pace, um, and it takes you through learning what the different chakras are, but also guiding you to see what you're carrying in these energy centers so that you can work on transforming your own energy. And um, another thing I have coming up on Monday, this Monday, March 9th, I have another online course that's starting, but this one is live where you work with me directly. It's called Working Your Own Energy, and it's a four-week course. And again, it starts on Monday. And it um, there's still a couple of spots left for that course. So if you do want more information and you would like to join us, be sure to go to my website for that as well. Click on the tab for intuition classes, and you'll get more information about that. And in those four weeks, we're really going to look at you and what you're carrying so, again, you can transform um, those energies as you choose. It'll be a lot of fun. And I think that's all for today. We're actually at the 30 minutes, so I have to go. But I do want to remind you, tomorrow is the full moon in Virgo. Now, as you know, the full moon is all about completing a cycle, and it's also about release. So if you have been in a space right now, and I know February was a little funky for a lot of people, just know that with this full moon energy, it's about coming to a space of completion, but the full moon is also about release. Now, with it being in the sign of Virgo, Virgo is a great energy for planning, So when you put all of this together, I really want you to consider the space that you're in now and being able to release anything that you may be holding on to that you're ready to um, let go of in order to move forward in a new way, but really taking time to plan and look at what it is that you want to create and make sure that you're creating from the heart. Really connect with your heart center. Anything that you do or develop, let it be true to you and your voice and what matters to you. Allow yourself to be led by your heart, inspired by your heart. Now, another thing with full moon energy is it can also cause us to be a little on the emotional side. It's common that people are very emotional around this time. So if you notice that you are, just be sure to pause and look at yourself. Look at why you may be feeling or reacting the way that you are. Be accountable and responsible for your own feeling. Remember, all of this is about your own self-awareness, self-healing, and growth. It's about your soul evolution. So that is all for today. I hope that you all have a beautiful night. Be sure to contact me if you like. I hope to see that all of you at the Working Your Own Energy class, which starts on Monday. And again, you can reach me, get more information about my classes, work, all of this, through my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. And be sure to tune in next week where we will talk to Deborah Lloyd all about Reiki. So have a good evening, everyone, and remember to always journey in love.